The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Natural healing is an evolving field with new discoveries coming forward every day. Join us to find out more about the products and methods that will work for you. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, a program with honest information and straightforward talk that will help you take control of your health. Now, here's your host, Howard Strauss. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing. This is Howard Strauss, your host. Uh, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. That's G-E-R-S-O-N media.com, where you can find uh, a great variety of books and DVDs and uh, and, and scientific articles, uh, and and all of its uh, uh, all of its relating to health and maintaining and recovering your good health. Um. For uh, in keeping with our with our quest to bring you the very best people uh, for good health, uh, today we have uh, a regular contributor, Andrew Saul, Ph.D. He is a uh, brilliant, uh, a brilliant lecturer, uh, teacher, um, author. runs a uh, runs a, a, a website of his own. And he is—he uh, has graciously agreed to spend his time with us today, because he has a particular bee in his bonnet, and I do too. After his wonderful article, uh, Andrew, welcome to the power of natural healing. Well, thank you, Howard. I appreciate your invitation to talk to you and to all your listeners today. The issue that's uh, buzzing around pretty much all over the media who can be absolutely relied on to report anything that favors the drug industry, perhaps because their advertising was often coming from the drug industry. Nah, it couldn't be that, could it? There's a big swap now about... (laughs) The idea now seems to be that a very large number of adults who are well should be taking statins, statin drugs, to prevent disease. Now, statin drugs have been used to lower cholesterol, and they do that. Like most drugs, they work superficially. But the long-term safety is in question, and the idea of putting literally tens of millions of healthy people on statins is, in my opinion, at the very least, irresponsible. When we consider giving healthy people drugs, we are avoiding the real issue, which is, How come they get the illness? Do they get an illness really because of the deficiency of statins? Or do they get illness because they have a lousy diet and they don't exercise and they don't take supplements and they eat a lot of junk food and eat a lot of sugar and eat a lot of chemicals and basically run their body right straight into the ground? If you take care of your car the way many people take care of their body and someone comes along and says, hey, Put this additive in your gas tank. Um, That may possibly help a little, but it's a trivial matter compared to the fact that you ran the car into the ground by not taking care of the brakes or the tires or the steering or the engine or the exhaust or the doors or the rust or the chassis or, or the catalytic converter or anything else. So when we come along and say there is a magic drug that pretty much Everybody should be taking, whether they're sick or well, we've got a problem. But it gets worse than that. The American Academy of Pediatrics, that's the Professional Association of Specialist Pediatricians, is now recommending statins be given to kids as young as eight years of age. That's E-I-G-H-T, eight, zero, eight years. Here's a quote 
from the American Academy of Pediatrics, their own journal at their own website. And it says, as a group, statins have been shown to reduce LDL cholesterol in children and adolescents with marked LDL, that's the low-density lipoprotein, cholesterol elevation when used for eight weeks to two years for children aged 8 to 18 years, end quote. That now, is the funny thing about this... That's well, it is. And the funny thing about it is that they're serious. And it's funny... The, yeah, and we have to we have to take a look at this and say, now wait a minute, this doesn't pass the straight face test. This isn't just a bad idea. This is a silly idea. This is a laughable idea. Your pediatrician and your doctor are being told by the drug companies and reporters in the media how to practice medicine. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Since when do drug companies have medical degrees? Since when do pharmaceutical companies have medical degrees? What they're doing is they're influencing your doctor through the professional association so your doctor will give their drugs to you. And this applies to your kids. So your doctor is being controlled by government or by insurance companies or by the drug companies. Now you might think, oh my gosh, Howard Strauss has got yet another conspiracy theorist. Uh, no, let's take an actual look. Let's go to the American Academy of Pediatrics last convention, the one they had in New Orleans last year. Now let's take a look at how they sell out to the drug industry. If you wanted to put up banners, you could put up two nice banners and a wall poster for only $51,500. Wow. Now, if you're a drug company and you want to put up a couple of larger banners and a wall poster, that costs you $56,000. And if you want to have a video running playing a 10-second advertisement and a small banner right over the escalators, that's $49,600. In fact, you can go to the American Academy of Pediatrics Experience.org and you can download the brochure like I did and you'll see how the American Academy of Pediatrics is for sale. The drug companies have the money. The American Academy of Pediatrics has the doctors. Guess what's going to happen? <laughs> wow, that is just, that, that is just a, a prima facie case for for corruption and uh, and conflict of interest, I mean, how can the American Pediatric American Association of Pedi Pediatricians Pediatrics um, justify throwing a whole generation or more of children under the bus? Because that's really what they're doing, isn't it? Because there are there are other effects besides this supposed lowering of of cholesterol. There are other effects. Yeah, let's take a look at them, Howard. Let's, let's take a look at the side effects of statin drugs, and this is in adults. Remember that side effects are more serious in children because children are smaller. They're not done yet. Their growing isn't done. Their organs are still forming. You know, uh, a young man or woman's head, their fontanelles haven't even filled in until they reach uh, nearly 20 years of age. We're not done. We're not grown when we're 18. We're not even close to being grown when we're 8. So putting drugs into children is always more serious even than giving them to adults. So let's see what statins do. Statins are regarded as a safe drug. That's the first thing you need to know. The second thing you need to know By whom? is that By whom? they're safe. By That's whom? the first thing you need to know, supposedly. supposedly. Uh-huh. The drug companies, the government, the media are all saying that statins have very few side effects. Okay, that's the first thing you need to know. Now, here's the second thing you need to know. Here are the side effects for statin drugs that are not serious and that everyone who takes them can face and have that daily risk of. And healthy people that aren't even sick 
can have these side effects taking statins. Remember, we're talking putting tens of millions of adults on this, plus children. Side effects, liver damage, muscle pain, muscle aches, muscle tenderness or weakness, myalgia, muscle inflammation, drowsiness, rare but potentially fatal kidney failure, severe inflammation of the muscle and muscle breakdown, memory loss, mental confusion. If you'd like to go out and have a snack, I'll still be here going over this list when you come back, so take your time. There's more statin drug side effects, personality changes, or irritability, headaches, difficulty sleeping, anxiety, depression, chest pain, high blood sugar, type 2 diabetes, acid regurgitation, dry mouth, digestive problems, including, but not limited to, bloating, gas, diarrhea, or constipation, nausea, vomiting, abdominal cramping, and pain in the abdomen. This is a safe one. And we're not done yet. Also, rashes, rashes, leg pain, eye irritation, tremors, and dizziness. Now, these are side effects of a drug that is generally regarded as so safe that they want to put tens of millions of healthy adults on this and millions of little kids as well. Now, this is funny. It's funny in a dark way because all we have to do is say, no. (laughs) This is America, and this is America. You still have the right to say no. It's it's not that easy, though. When you start saying no to a drug that uh, that the school or your uh, pediatrician recommends or 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 prescribes for you uh you start to face all kinds of uh, societal pressure including mm-hmm. from from doctors school administrators school nurses and so forth who say well why isn't this child on this life-saving drug and then the child mm-hmm. protective services comes in and tries to take the child away from you because you're depriving the child of life-giving medication um, a- Andrew, uh, I've, I've got to take a short break here. Um, hold that thought, though. This is a, uh, this is an incredible, incredible story. Uh, hold that thought. We're, we have to break away just briefly. Uh, you're listening to Dr. Andrew Saul on the power of natural healing, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. I'm Howard Strauss, your host. We come to you every week. Uh, and we uh, uh, we try to bring you information that you can use to improve, to maintain, and to uh, preserve and recover your good health. Um, and we'll we'll get uh, we'll get into more of that uh, right after the break. Stay with us. Um, Dr. Saul has lots more to, to share with us, and uh, we'll be um, we'll be back in just a moment. Uh, Stay with us, the power of natural healing. Okay, I have now stopped the recording. I've now stopped the the timer. Um, um, This is the end of segment one. We'll immediately start on segment two. Uh, Are you ready? You want to do anything, Andrew? No, I'm off that. I, I can pick right up where you left off. Okay, great. Uh, we're we're beginning segment two. Starting the timer now. Welcome back, folks. Thanks for staying with us. Uh, you're listening to the Power of Natural Healing. I'm Howard Strauss, your host. We're brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com, G-E-R-S-O-N media.com, where you can find all kinds of great literature, books. Uh, uh, by and about the Gerson, uh, uh, by, by the Gerson uh, family and Gerson uh, therapy and um, and, and media, um, including, by the way, the brand new documentary "Grounded" uh, by Stephen Crushell, uh, cinematographer par excellence. Uh, we just got a shipment of them in, and this is one you want to see. It may be one of the best, uh, one of the best 
documentaries, so one of the one of the most amazing health discoveries ever. Um, grounding. Uh, the, the movie is grounded, and um, on two weeks uh, for free on YouTube, it garnered a two a quarter of a million, two hundred fifty thousand views for a full length documentary. So this is one you want to see. We're talking to Dr. Andrew Saul about the uh, the recent push by the drug companies uh, who are using who are using the uh, American uh, Pediatric Association as their uh, their sales their sale high pressure sales reps uh, to get all the children in the United States all the children from eight to eighteen onto these dangerous dangerous statin drugs. Uh, Andrew. Well, earlier I mentioned that the American Academy of Pediatrics has indeed said that it's okay for kids as young as eight to take statins. Now, they don't necessarily mean that every child should be taking statins, and the media, if you pay attention to the reporting, you know that they're not saying that absolutely every adult should be on statins, but basically that's the direction in which it's headed. Remember, as soon as you put kids on drugs, you've got patients and, more importantly, consumers for a lifetime. We already have overweight kids. We already have hyperactive kids. We already have malnourished kids. Kids that are overfat and undernourished, uh, what an odd combination. We also know that junk food is bad for us. We know that in other countries where junk food has snuck in or walked in or been invited in, that now they're all getting fat and they're all getting sick. So we have to take a really hard look at what I said earlier, and that is you can say no. Now, there are ways you can say no, and the first one I want to tell you is one that has nothing to do with your doctor, but everything to do with your health, and that is this. The other day a person said to me, you know, those fast food companies should stop selling those things that are high in fat and all those burgers and fries and colored uh, so-called shakes and all that junk food. They should stop selling it. And my response was, why don't you just stop buying it? If we stop buying the the junk food, that's it. Uh, But we have to. If we stop buying the junk food... We're voting with our dollars, and that's the first way you can say no. What if they gave a Big Mac and nobody came? What if they sold a Whopper on sale and nobody bought it? What would happen if people simply stopped buying it? So that's the first way you can say no. The second way you can say no is you can write to the newspapers and get your opinions on the Internet and get your opinions out there. Most local newspapers are very interested in getting letters from people, and a lot of folks read them. You'd be surprised. So you can speak out. You can also tell your doctor that you're not impressed. You can tell your pediatrician that you don't think that the American Academy of Pediatrics represents your issues and feelings as a parent. You can begin a dialogue. And the third thing you need to understand is this. I raised my kids without getting vaccinations. I am very familiar with the pressure that can be put on parents by doctors, by social services, by relatives, by teachers, by school districts, and by a variety of other sources. So when I tell you that you can say no, I am not just winging this. I am not just idealizing the situation. I know very well from experience what it's like to go against the system right from the point my kids were infants and to have to literally fight this through. Now, my kids are now in their 30s. I have grandchildren, and I'm starting to see the whole thing come up again. Here's what you need to do. If you are being forced to take medication, make sure that it's really as bad as you think. In other words, if you feel you're being pushed into it, maybe you are feeling that way. But that doesn't mean that you've lost your right to refuse. Very, very often, you can simply say no. Patients have rights. Doctors' offices and hospitals have patient bill of rights. You have the right to refuse treatment. Offer to sign a statement. 
sign a statement with the doctor saying, yes, Dr. So-and-so has said that he or she thinks that I should take statins, and I am choosing not to, I will not sue over this, there will not be any liability, and I absolve the doctor of all responsibility, and I take full responsibility for the decision. You'd be surprised how far that can go. The next thing you can do is you can talk to the doctor about an alternative. For instance, if you really do have high cholesterol, you have alternatives. Even the Mayo Clinic admits that what you should really do is change your diet and exercise. In fact, that's what every good nutritionist and physician and nurse in the whole country would tell you. The real problem is what caused the problem. Giving the drug for the symptom is not the same as getting rid of the problem. So if you simply make the dietary change, if you are healthy, if you eat right, if you take care of yourself, if you lose weight, if you have unprocessed foods and no junk, if you cut out the fructose, just cutting out the fructose will lower your LDL. Just taking niacin will do it, vitamin B3. Remember, there's a flush taking niacin. There's a lot you can do at the dinner table. Now, if you do this and you have improvement in your LDL levels and your HDL goes up, which would be nice, and the LDL goes down, which is what they want, and your triglycerides go down, which is what you want, and all of these things can and will happen if you make good dietary choices and take supplements. Go, then you go into the doctor and you're well. Now, you see, if you go into the doctor and you're sick and you say, help me, and then you complain about what they offer you, that's not a power move. The power move is to go in and not need anything. So if they try to get you to take stuff when you're healthy, you can say, well, no. I don't think they're going to force you. Now, with children, Howard, as you pointed out, it's a different ballgame. If enough people get in on it, they can railroad your children into taking medication. But I want to emphasize that even the American Academy of Pediatrics recognizes that only kids with really high LDL or other medical conditions should be given the statins. There's a difference. The American Academy of Pediatrics wants sick kids, i.e. kids that have high cholesterol, to take the statins. So if your child doesn't have high cholesterol, referring to what I said earlier, it won't even come up. So the best way to protect your child from unnecessary drugs is to make sure your child eats an unprocessed food, organic food diet with no junk food, very little sugar, and takes their vitamins, and does vegetable juicing. In fact, the very best way to raise a child is to go with a plant-based diet. Now, you've heard it before, and you're going to hear it again, but truth is truth. And this is how I raise my kids, and it worked for them. So remember, it might not be as bad as you think. Check it out. Don't be intimidated. If somebody tries to get you on a drug, start by saying no. And the best way to say no is with your dollars. And another good way to say no is to have an alternative in hand. If you are doing it right, your doctor should be pleased. Hey, your dentist is happy if you have no cavity. Well, the dentist the dentist is happy to a point because he's not making a whole pile of money. <laughs> um, so, so that's you know that's kind of the bottom line. Doctors, doctors, uh, you, you have to look at look at medicine as a business uh, because if doc if you are healthy, uh, doctors are not making much money. If you are sick they're making uh, some money. If you're very, very sick, they're making a pile of money. So it is kind of in their financial interest to keep you somewhat sick. So that... Uh, Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, uh, that is basically the case. And what we have to keep in mind here is that the system thrives on failure. Uh, If we have a lot of sick people, then the services are used and more people take drugs, and this is good business. Uh, Unfortunately, it's not good health. Good health makes a lot of sense, but good health does not make a lot of dollars. Well, and you look at at how how successful the pharmaceutical companies have been in the last uh, 30 or 50 years, and you'll see that 
70% of all Americans, 70% of all Americans today are dependent on at least one pharmaceutical drug. And many yeah, of them and are. the older we get, the older we get, the more drugs we take. And now they're starting earlier and getting children to be patients. I know little children um, under a year of age that have had eight or even 11 courses of antibiotics in their first year of life. Let's take a look. Thing, and the next thing, they have type 1 diabetes because they get pancreatitis. There's all kinds of problems they can have there. What I'd like to do is to take a minute here and have a little more fun with this very serious issue. And just because I'm having well, fun wait, wait, with it doesn't before, mean I don't think it's serious. Before, before you do it, uh, uh, Andrew, we have, uh, we have another break uh, coming up. Um, so, so hold that thought. We're going to have some more fun afterwards. Um, All right. Brace and, yourselves, everyone. <laughs> brace yourselves, everyone, and uh, make sure you come back after the break because um, because Dr. Saul, you're going to you're going to see what uh, Dr. Saul considers fun. Uh, this is the power of natural healing. I'm Howard Strauss, your host. We're brought to you by Gerson Health Media uh, and um, uh, at, at www.gersonmedia.com where you can leave us your email address and get notifications of programs, of, uh, of events, of, uh, of guests, and so forth, um, uh, as well as uh, see uh, testimonials, videos, and all kinds of, uh, all kinds of great, great information. Um, but uh, uh, but we, we will never use your email address for anything except just to contact you and let you know what's coming up. Um, Please stay stay with us to the other side of the break. We're talking with Dr. Andrew Saul about the uh, American uh, Academy of Pediatrics uh, push uh, at the behest of the drug companies to get children under uh, children as young as eight years old onto onto uh, statin drugs. These very dangerous drugs. Um, we'll be right back right after the break. This is Howard Strauss. Okay, um, that's the end of uh, segment two, mm-hmm. and in a moment we will be starting segment three. Um, Andrew, okay, I'll, I'll pick right up where you left off. Okay, great. I will just uh, do the intro and we'll get started. This is segment three of The Power of Natural Healing with Andrew Saul. Uh, let me start the timer now. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing. Thanks for staying with us. This is Howard Strauss, your host. Um, We're brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com, where we bring you all kinds of great information about how to maintain and recover your good health, Uh, ways, uh, things you can actually use, information you can use, uh, where you don't need drugs, you don't need doctors, you don't need... Um, you don't need pharmaceuticals and uh, and 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 uh, complicated and very very expensive uh, medical procedures and devices. This is stuff you can do yourself in the kitchen. And by the way, I would like uh, Dr. Saul to uh, to just briefly mention his book, uh, Vegetable Juicing for Everyone, because that's that's a key a key part of uh, staying healthy. Uh, and well, thank you. On, I appreciate available. That. You're very welcome. It's available on uh, GersonMedia.com. Vegetable juicing for everyone. Yeah, Vegetable Juicing for Everyone uh, is a very helpful book for people that know that juicing is a good idea but haven't just quite done it yet. Or maybe the juicer's down in the basement gathering dust, or perhaps it's sitting someplace else gathering dust. Vegetable Juicing for Everyone is the only juicing book that's funny. Now, I like to have fun, and I like to read books that are fun, and why not? So there's lots of good juicing books out there. There really are. So my daughter and I wrote something different. We wrote about what it was like for me to raise my children juicing, and my daughter wrote from the point of view of having been raised vegetable juicing. So she has her side of the story, and I have mine, and we have all kinds of anecdotes and family things and all kinds of stuff in there, as well as juicing hints and medical benefits of juicing and motivation for juicing, and we go over the most common excuses for not juicing. 
So if you want to improve your health and feel better, and I can tell you this with 38 years' experience, over the last 38 years, the one piece of advice that I've given to people that seems to help more people quicker and more thoroughly than any other single piece of advice I've ever given them is to start juicing vegetables. Drinking fresh raw vegetable juice is just plain good. It's good in so many ways. And again, there's lots of books that tell you about this. Vegetable juicing for everyone is going to make you want to try it. And they don't do any good if they're on the counter. They don't do any good if they're in the bag. They don't even do you a whole lot of good if they're sitting on the farm or at the organic market. You've got to take those vegetables and juice them, and vegetable juicing for everyone will help you do that. Now, earlier... It's a delightful hmm? delightful book, uh, and... and, um, it, it it really uh, brings brings it to a human perspective, and I've got to tell you that when you when you raise a child like that, uh, now I'm, I've met uh, Helen uh, Helen Saul Case, um, and she is a, a tall, beautiful, capable, uh, strong young woman. Uh, good writer too. Of her own now. I'm sorry, good writer too, and. Um, <laughs> And, and with a with a kind of a same same kind of strange sense of humor as her father, uh-oh. and um, <laughs> uh oh, so so it is really it's really a fun read, but it also comes down to the actual the, the actual benefits and the actual physical uh, uh, physical pleasure of of living healthy and living a healthy life. Right. Uh, just to give an example here, because I have been kind of lighthearted about this, but I don't take illness lightheartedly at all. I take people that are telling you to take drugs when you don't need them as silly, but illness itself is very serious. I know people, and I know a number of people, that had digestive problems, whether upper GI, that is the stomach and esophagus, or the lower GI, that is the intestine and the bowel, And these were people that had been to doctors and had the tests and were in good faith doing everything that the medical profession knew to tell them, and they weren't getting any better. Uh, In one case, a person had severe pain. In another case, they had rectal bleeding. In another case, they had um, an ulcer-like problem. But in all cases, what they did was they drank fresh raw cabbage juice at least a quart a day. Now, that sounds odd until you check the literature. And in the medical literature, in the peer-reviewed journal California Medicine, and also discussed in the Journal of the American Medical Association, was work by Dr. Garnet Cheney. Now, Dr. Garnet Cheney was a medical doctor who gave cabbage juice in hospital settings to people with bleeding stomach ulcers and all kinds of other gastrointestinal problems. And he got a cure in a third the time and pain relief in a quarter of the time of patients that got the usual hospital diet and therapy. So Dr. Garnett Cheney was giving cabbage juice and curing gastrointestinal problems, and get this, he did this work and published it before I was born. He published wow. this in 1953. <laughs> how, come, how, come we're not, how come we're not hearing a lot more of that? How come hospitals don't use that, Andrew? Well, there you go. Hospitals aren't using it because they don't want to. And another reason they're not doing it is are, are because you, you saying, we're not we're not forcing you, them to. Are you saying that hospitals don't want you to get better? No, they just don't want you to juice. So the solution, of course, is to bring your juicer in with you. And if you are in the hospital, you should always have a family member or a friend with you 24 hours a day. I've talked to nurses who have told me this. Do not go into a hospital without a guard. Always have a family member or a friend 24-7 arranged to have somebody with you at all times. This reduces medical errors and improves care. And if you are asleep or anesthetized or on uh, medication that makes you drowsy, you have someone that can make some judgments and calls for you. Now, while you're there, you might as well have your juicer. So bring in your juicer and bring in your vegetables. And if they try to take it away from you, if they try to take those vegetables, or if they try to take that juicer, say to them, that's my personal property, put it back. And if they take it away, call 911. (laughs) 
they will take kindly to that, I'm sure. I don't care if well, they you know, take kindly to it at all. The fact is it, your personal property may not be taken away. When you go into the hospital, this when you enter the hospital and you have to sign forms, go through that form and have a black magic marker with you and cross out everything you don't agree with. Uh, yes, I agree. This is something, by the way, uh, folks, that that I want to point out. Uh, one of the very, very useful sections of uh, of, of Dr. Saul's book, uh, Vegetable Juicing for Everyone, uh, um, is is the section on what to do before you have to go to the hospital. So check out the local hospitals and make sure that you find a hospital that is not going to give you trouble about this. And if you right, and actually the the best book, Howard, for this is a book I wrote with Dr. Abram Hoffer and Dr. Steve Hickey called Hospitals and Health. In Hospitals and Health, we go into this in tremendous detail. So if you want to know how to play the hospital game, you want to read Hospitals and Health, how to evaluate a hospital, how to choose a hospital, how to prearrange things, how to negotiate patients' rights, advocates, things they can't do, things they'll try to do but you can stop them from doing, things that they always do and you better be ready for it, and things that they should never do or it will kill you, and we talk about that as well. So hospitals and health is a practical orthomolecular or nutrition-based hospital guide. Once again, there are many guides to being safer in hospitals, many good books, but none of them are nutrition-based. None of them are orthomolecular. Moving on, if I may, I had something I wanted to tell you um, that jives with what we said earlier. It, again, sounds like we're being too general in our condemnation of the medical profession and the American Academy of Pediatrics. We're saying that the drug companies just inundate them with advertising pressure and cash. Well, let's take a good look at this. I have in front of me um, a publication by MMSLists.com. And this is about the American Medical Association. There is a mailing list, and it is the American Medical Association physician's file. Now, get this. This file contains 100% of all U.S. physicians, all of them. The AMA updates the file daily. They do 200,000 updates a day. They get information from 2,200 different resources. They gather information on every doctor in the country from the moment they set foot in medical school through their residency training, state licensing, and specialties. They have demographics on every doctor. They have deliverability at a 98% rate. They know which address the doctor wants to get mail at, home, office, or their other office. All of this is through the doctor's entire career. There is a unique number that every doctor is given. It's called the AMA-ME number. Michael Edward, AMA-ME number. Every doctor is numbered. Physician identifiers uh, also include uh, drug um, DEA numbers, NPI, UPIN, and all of this is coordinated with other databases. And hospitals use this. But here's the kicker. AMA data, I'm reading now from the brochure. This is from uh, MMSList.com. They have been doing business with the American Medical Association since 1929. So this is not new at all. My first family doctor got his medical degree in 1929. He was already being tracked, and this was 1950s when I went to this doctor who graduated in the 1920s. The drug companies were tracking him even then. Now, here's how important this is. Andrew? It says Andrew, right here. Andrew, Andrew, excuse me. Uh, mm-hmm. We're coming up uh, pretty rapidly on our last break. Uh, so All right, well, I'll break tell you, as soon as we come back, just what it says. And, folks, you're not going to believe this next one. 
And I also want to hear about the fact, the reason that, uh, uh, about, about how the correlation between lowering cholesterol for the statin drugs uh, does not correlate with, uh, with improved lifestyle and, and, and survival. Okay. Um, this, is, uh, this is The Power of Natural Healing. I'm Howard Strauss, your host, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. We're talking with Andrew Saul about uh, the push by the uh, drug companies and by the uh, American Academy of Pediatrics to get all children on, or as many children as possible, on a dangerous and deadly and uh, uh, very, very dicey, uh, minimally helpful statin drugs. Um, stay with us. We've got lots more good information right on the other side of this break. This is Howard Strauss. Please stay with us, and we'll be right back. Okay, so that's the end of segment three of uh, The Power of Natural Healing with Andrew Saul. Um, I, I did want to get that uh, that that correlation. Uh, in. I'll, I'll talk about it. I'm bringing it right up in front of me. Okay, and then the and then you can you can tell how they slice and dice the information for doctors. Remember, this is a short segment. This one's only ten minutes. Okay, that's um, fine. And and um, so I'll be I'll be breaking in uh, a little earlier than the last. Right, I'd like to mention the Doctor Yourself website. Yeah, and I have a free webinar coming up. Outstanding, outstanding. Yes, please do, please do. Okay, this is the beginning of uh, segment four of The Power of Natural Healing with Andrew Saul. Um, I'm starting the timer now. Welcome back, folks. Thanks for staying with us. This is this is Howard Strauss um, bringing you The Power of Natural Healing uh, by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com where you can leave us your, uh, your email address and we will update you on new publications, new videos, new... Um, new books and uh, events and guests on the show and so forth. Uh, events of na- of interest to everyone. Uh, we try and bring you information with which you can improve, maintain, and recover your good health uh, without the need for pharmaceuticals, without the need for uh, physicians and uh, and all of the uh, associated problems and expenses, uh, including insurance. So um, we're talking here with uh, Dr. Andrew Saul, who is the expert uh, among all experts, <laughs> amazing uh, encyclopedic, encyclopedic knowledge. Uh, he's an author. He runs a website, and he'll tell you about that, uh, runs webinars, and, um, and he has written many, many excellent, excellent books. You can, I think you can tell from his, uh, from his speech and from his uh, manner of, uh, of addressing problems uh, that, that the books will be a pleasure to read, and in fact, they are. Uh, Andrew, thank you for staying with us. Well, thank you, yeah. Howard. I I appreciate the opportunity to mention my books, and uh, the one that most people want to start with is Doctor Yourself. Doctor Yourself is in its second edition now. It's been greatly revised and expanded. It's a big book, lots of information, and <laughs> it's fun to read. There are all kinds of ailments and natural treatments for those ailments discussed in detail in Doctor Yourself. My website is called Doctor Yourself. If you go to DoctorYourself.com, you can sign up for my upcoming free webinar. This will be um, coming up very, very shortly. So if you want to be in on the webinar event, it is free. There are no products for sale and no brands recommended. I don't chill for anybody. I've had lots of offers, and I'm not going to do it. I don't think you'd want to listen to me if I were simply saying, uh, buy my products, and I'm not going to do it. There's plenty of folks who do. You're not going to get that in my webinar. So if you want to sign up for the free webinar, this is the second one. The first one is online at DrYourself.com. You can watch the first one. You can also watch a lecture of me if you really want to be entertained. You can read. You can search. And also you can remember that Doctor Yourself is non-commercial and it is peer-reviewed. We actually have nutritionally-minded doctors who look over my articles for accuracy. And you can sign up for the Orthomolecular Medicine News Service 
orthomolecular means nutritional medicine. So orthomolecular medicine news service is free. You can look at the archive. You can go to the Journal of Orthomolecular Medicine. We have 41 years worth of journal articles online all about how nutrition cures disease. If your doctor says, well, I've never seen evidence that nutrition or supplements cure disease, that's probably a true statement. Your doctor probably never saw it, but that doesn't mean it isn't out there. It's been out there for decades. Remember, Dr. Cheney, 1953. Hello? <laughs> that was quite a long time ago. At that point, everybody liked Ike. Wow. Now, here's some fun for you. Yeah. I'm quoting now from the actual MMSlist.com information on the AMA physician's file. They track every doctor from medical school all the way until they're dead. Every single doctor, 100%, their phrase, and it says here, AMA data can be used for continuing medical education offers, recruitment, journal distribution, and here it comes, pharmaceutical direct marketing, market research, and marketing projects. So every doctor, every doctor's name is for sale. Not most doctors. They can opt out. Every single doctor is inundated with pharmaceutical, shall we say, information, and this is why you have to say no. Enough is enough. If people simply say, wait a second, I'm not going to do this. If enough people say it, things are going to change. Remember, your doctor works for you. Your doctor works for you, not the other way around. Your doctor is your contractor. Your body is the job site. You are the manager. The doctor works for you. Now, if you think that's not true, ask yourself this question. Who's getting paid? Whoever gets paid is the employee. Who signs the now, check why don't we front? want statins? Who signs the check on the front? Who signs the check on the back? <laughs> Let's take a look, as Howard said earlier, at why statins are a waste of time. We already talked about how laughable the concept is to put millions and tens of millions of people that are well on drugs, but statins don't even work very well for what they're designed to do. Statins basically block the formation of cholesterol. You need cholesterol. Most people are surprised at this. Plants have no cholesterol. Animals do. There's a reason. You don't have a nervous system if you don't have cholesterol. You don't have vitamin D, as in Doug, if you don't have cholesterol. You don't have sex hormones if you don't have cholesterol. There's all kinds of things. Cholesterol is so important that if you don't eat it, your body will make it. As a matter of fact, if you do eat it, your body will still make it. Why? Because your body knows what it's doing. <laughs> it's hard to imagine this, but isn't it odd that we actually think that the pharmaceutical industry in the last 20 or 30 years knows more about your health than nature, which has gone through millions of years of evolution to bring you to where you are right now? Pretty soon, they're going to be giving statins to parakeets and goldfish and cats and squirrels and woodchucks. I mean, the whole world, all creation, they're going to start giving these things to trees if we don't tell them to stop it. Keep in mind that cholesterol is not in itself what is killing people. What's killing them is their lifestyle. If we lower cholesterol, we also reduce the amount of coenzyme Q10 in your body. This is an extremely important material that helps your immune system and does lots of other things. If we lower cholesterol, according to Dr. Thomas Levy, who is a cardiologist, if cholesterol is lowered indiscriminately, cancer rates go up. So we should not trade one disease for another. Statins don't do the job. If you have to lower your cholesterol, do it with diet and do it with niacin. Statins are not the most efficient way, they're not the safest way, and they have no business being an eight-year-old kid. 
Thank you very much, uh, uh, Andrew. Uh, that's a very trenchant uh, statement about uh, 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 about statins. And please, folks, if they tell you that your child needs statin drugs, listen to listen again to this program on the archives, and you will you will be you will get you will have all the reason you need not to do so. It's just they're just too too dangerous. Um, uh, Andrew, do you have any uh, just twenty seconds to uh, to say what you'd like to leave our audience with? I would. I'd like to invite everybody who enjoyed listening to me on Howard Strauss's program today to join me for more of this when I have my next free webinar. No advertising, no products for sale. This webinar will have a question and answer session. Now, I don't usually do question and answer sessions, but we do for the webinar. If you sign up at DocToYourself.com, uh, we will be able to send you information on the date and the time, and you will be able to send us your questions in advance. Can't guarantee we'll get to every question because there's a lot of people worldwide in on the webinar. But if you have a question or two that you want to be answered, be sure to send it in. There will be question and answer session with the webinar, and I hope that you'll join me. You go to DocToYourself.com, and you can learn more about me and read more of my writings. And if you have an odd sense of humor or you just want to get better, you come and join me at DocToYourself.com. Thank you, Andrew. We're going to have to break now. Um, this is The Power of Natural Healing. I'm Howard Strauss, your host, and inviting you to, to check in again next week when we bring you more great guests, more great information, and, uh, and, and information that you can use to maintain, recover, and uh, and and improve your good health. Uh, please join us again next week. This is Howard Strauss. Thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss. Please join us again next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until that time, have a healthy, happy week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.